0: Hey guys, welcome to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. My name is Anita. I am your money mindset coach and makeup mentor. This is a podcast where we talk little about makeup and we actually talk all about the business side, about being a freelance makeup artist. The beauty industry is a $500 billion industry and we're tapping into it simply just by believing that we can. So if you have the limiting belief that we can't make money in this industry, mm, this podcast is for you. I'm not only going to tell you all the things that I've learned the hard way, but I'm also going to be bringing on the experts in the beauty industry to go over their tips, tricks, strategies, and stories so that you can take your business to the next level. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Makeup Mentor Pod. I am super happy and grateful as always. I am super excited for the new year. If you guys are not already manifesting every single thing that you want for this year, now's the time to do so. So I'm about to bring on one of the best guests for you guys. I know I say this every single episode, but I truly mean this. Like I'm so excited about what Lindsay is doing in the industry right now. She is truly an inspiration for all of not only makeup artists, but also people who are doing the things that are similar to me, like coaching and mentoring, just bringing those world- together and it's a manifestation that we we collided because we're so connected with the purpose that we have so today i'm bringing you Lindsay smith and i'm just super excited to have you on the podcast
1: hi (laughs) i'm so excited to be here i
0: love listening and i'm so excited to contribute Yay! This makes me super excited. I was actually going to ask, before we get into the rapid fire, like where are you located? So I am based in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. I
1: moved here in October, actually. So I'm just a couple months in. I'd previously lived in Chicago for uh, 12 years. So wow. from the Midwest, grew up in Michigan, moved to Chicago. Always thought that I would head out west this way, but it took me a little while to you leave Chicago
0: for sure. Oh, I've been there only one time. No, I've been there twice, but I haven't been there like as an adult. So like, I feel like I need to go back and experience yeah. it so absolutely
1: and like post-covid go back mm. post COVID. <laughs> yeah everywhere <laughs> it's COVID. I think that actually was um like part of my ability to leave was that like so much changed being in a big city during that time especially when we were all under quarantine so the desire to be more at one with nature have more outdoor opportunities have just like a calmer pace in day-to-day life I think became like very apparent this last year so I, I don't know if I would have I love Chicago so much and I I honestly think that I needed to kind of go through a global
0: pandemic mm-hmm. <laughs> to be able to leave because it was just such a great place to, to live oh I'm so glad that you said that because I feel like there's a lot of people who are listening to this right now who have moved you know because of the COVID or just you know had this huge shift I talk about the shift a lot but like moving is a huge shift but also just realizing you know this I'm forced to do something new to go somewhere new to be somebody new so I'm like oh I'm so excited to get into your story (laughs) okay (laughs) so before I get too rambly because I just love asking so many questions um, I just want to do a quick rapid fire questions so just so we can get to know you a little bit more and you can get to know uh, listeners can hear you a little bit more about your story so first question is How old were you when you first started doing makeup? Like your own makeup?
1: Four count? Yeah, I would say (laughs) like a very small child. I grew up just really creative. My aunt was a hairstylist and my family just really encouraged creativity and freedom of expression. And so I actually... I can remember specifically like the first time I really was drawn to makeup. My grandmother had taken me and my brother to a store and we were allowed to pick out any item we wanted, some sort of gift. And at the time I wasn't allowed, again, I was a small child, so I wasn't allowed to wear actual makeup. And there was this beautiful makeup kit that I saw and I was like, oh my goodness, this is what I want. This is my one item. I actually think we were allowed to pick multiple and I offered a trade of like, I will sacrifice all of my (laughs) items. (laughs) for just this one item and my grandma agreed and so I remember being in the car on our way back home and thinking like I get makeup I have makeup as soon as I get home I get to open my makeup kit and I got home and I opened it and it was fake makeup it was for a child (laughs) classic makeup And I was devastated. I was so upset. And I remember crying and my grandma saying, well, you wouldn't think I would let you buy makeup. You're not allowed to wear makeup. So this is pretend makeup. And I remember then thinking like someday (sighs) when I'm big, (laughs) I will get real makeup.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is so Uh, funny. Isn't that kind of weird? Isn't that weird how our parents like, I mean, I've come from a, like a Mexican background where everybody's like, you know, you can't wear makeup until you're a certain age and all that kind of stuff. And was like, why is this so bad? You know, like, yeah. why is that even like a thing? Well, wow, that that's is the cutest story ever. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> all right. My second question for you is how did you learn how to do makeup?
1: That's a great question. So I went to beauty school uh, when I was 17 and we had a very, I went to a Mitchell school. It was a great experience. I loved my education, but I, I felt like we really didn't get into makeup as much as we did like the kind of beauty industry as a whole. And so for me, I felt like I I wanted to be able to offer both as I grew in my career. So being able to offer both hairstyling and makeup application, I think was always really important to me. So when I moved, when I graduated from school, I actually, so I I finished my program, I moved right out to Chicago, and I didn't have a job at the time. And so I was kind of thinking about different options and different ways to kind of really get in, break into the industry, break into building a, a clientele. And it was really kind of a crossroads for me. Do I want to kind of focus in one area over the other. And I kept holding on to the fact that I wanted to do both. It was really important to me to build on both go So I started taking classes at a school in Chicago called Makeup First. And I grew on my kind of very basic knowledge that way by doing just one-off classes as often as I could and taking as much additional education as I could. And then, you know, the rest of it, I think, is just so much like learning from others, like experience watching videos watching other, you know, mentors, kind of how they built their makeup business helped me immensely.
0: Yeah, I think that's true. Because like, I went to makeup. It's astonishing how early you went to makeup school or how you went to cosmetology at 17. That's really young.
1: Yeah, I actually went to, I graduated young. So I I mean, I'm young for my school age, I was always like the youngest, I was the last to get my driver's license, like all of those things. But I went through a co-op program my senior year of high school where I was able to work at actually like an insurance agency. Mm. And so for a brief moment, maybe three months, I contemplated A corporate route. I contemplated, you know, going to college, doing, you know, something a little bit more traditional. My dad owned a business. He was self-employed my entire life. And so, you know, at a younger age, I thought like, oh, I never want that. I never want to like not know for sure where my, you know, income is coming from, where my health insurance Mm. is coming from. I want like structure, nine to five. Here's your salary. Here's all your benefits take care, you know? Yeah. And then as I kind of dabbled in that, I, you know, dipped a toe in at a young age, I was like, wait a second, this is like not fulfilling. It's, I'm bored. Mm. I can't, I don't want to be bored. You know, what, what's the different opportunity here for me? Because I'm thankful I was able to experience that while I was still actually in high school because it was a, cl- a very quick realization for me that that was not the direction I wanted to go. So mm-hmm. I quit that co-op after I graduated. I signed up for beauty school. My parents at the time were, you know, maybe a little bummed. Yeah, they're <laughs> we're like, all, uh, they we, you're yeah.
0: bragging that you were... <laughs> <laughs>
1: You had like a fast track in a different direction. And again, I remember my dad, you know, really adamantly, you know, telling me like college is very important. Like you, it is very important to get a college degree. Things are different from when I was, you know, starting my business in my early twenties. Like, I don't want you to have to go through the hardships of being self-employed and an entrepreneur. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally right. And then, you know, fast forward. And I'm like, yeah, no, sorry, dad. I have to. This is In like blood.
0: This is me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. very interesting to me because I like how your dad was trying to protect you from the like the thing. But the same thing, like the best way that he could protect you is telling, just telling you the mistakes and stuff that he made. Because yeah. entrepreneurial route is not easy. And I love pointing that out, and I always try to bring it up on the podcast. It's like it's not always going to be fun. It's not always going to be you know. I know I always talk about manifesting and positive, but like it's not always about being positive. It's about getting clear on the things that are. Not serving you, and you know, and an entrepreneurial life is a different world. You know, yeah. I I think it's very interesting that you found that wasn't the nine to five wasn't a the route for you at a very young age because that actually means that you're quantum jumping. So, long story short, guys, no, I know I'm woo, but this is what it means. So, let's say that you did go that route and then you did the nine nine to five for like twenty years, and then you're like, screw this, I want to be a makeup artist. So, from you knowing that you wanted to do. that at a very young age, you skipped that timeline. And the reason why I want to point that out is because I know there's someone here listening. They're like, I hate my job. I hate this. It's so boring, (laughs) you know, but, and then like your success, Lindsay is like the example of what would happen for someone who felt the same position and they quit their job and they followed their intuition. So yeah, I think that's so
1: important because for me, I actually, there was a woman who came in when I worked at that health insurance agency. My job was take their basic information, their name, simple stuff that I could pass on to one of the agents. And she came in, she, we actually sold um, like lots of different types of insurance, but she came in looking for liability because she was independent artist. She was a hairstylist, a mixed artist. She had just gotten a job and she needed liability. And I was like, oh great. You know, and as she's talking, like her energy, everything about her was that like positivity that, you know, again, it's not always easy. There are so many things about being an entrepreneur that are hard, but her vibe was exactly what I remember from my aunt, exactly Mm -hmm. what I remember being attracted to from a young age. Like I wanted that energy. So I wasn't feeling it in my current position and like having somebody walk into, you know, randomly into my life that completely amplified that motivation. I was like, yeah, this is, what am I doing? Stop. Hard stop. That's what I want. How do I get that? you know so yeah if someone is listening I hope that is absolutely the same message if you want that get it go get it
0: oh that was a full body chill right there I just <laughs> got so much chills that makes me so happy oh see I already knew that I was gonna get so off track because I just get so excited about okay okay so let's see My my third rapid fire question is who is a makeup artist that you look up to
1: Oh, that's a really good question. There are so many makeup artists that I really love, but I'm going to stick to somebody who's actually, she's She's on our platform and she has that same exuberance. So I would want to point back to somebody who actually is connected on our platform, who I've been very aware of for years. I've followed her. I've watched her from a distance, also Chicago based, but one of our members, her name is Joanna, Joanna B. Artistry. She is, she's amazing. She's just, not only is she brilliant and very talented, but she also has such a well-rounded approach to business and such a well-rounded approach to networking and connecting and wanting to be, you know, supporting other artists who are earlier on in their career, as well as wanting to, like, learn from other artists who are further or more advanced than she is. She just has, like, like a very humble and giving approach to her business. And I think that is just something I very much admire and, and look up to. Mm, I love
0: that. That makes me so happy. I kind of point out one thing because it just... <laughs> Makes me so excited. So I do this exercise when I do my one-on-one coaching, and it's called. You just get super clear on someone that you ideal, like someone that's like really amazing, awesome in your eyes, and all of the things. Like when you listen back to this, all of the things that you see in her is what is in you. And when you get around people like that, it actually brings it out on you. It brings it out in you. And so I think that's like so beautiful. Of like not only how you described her, because now I'm like it. get on the podcast. It's amazing. <laughs> But also, like, I think it's beautiful to see, like, you can really see yourself in other people. And when you get around them, that's when the magic happens. So,
1: Yeah, I would totally agree. And she's just one of those people who, like, she shows up on all of our virtual happy hours. She's the first one to comment on something or to reach out or say, like, hey, you should meet this person. Like, she just, she has a very giving Mm. soul. She's just a great person.
0: Oh, Okay, last rapid fire question is, what is your favorite foundation?
1: Oh, it cosmetics. it's my favorite of all time it's crazy because i actually um i personally use it like daily i've used it for years now but they have a cc cream that is like it's full coverage it gives me so much like luminescence and i feel like even in photography like it just reads really well it's in my kit i just hands down love it and it's
0: so affordable it's like a it's a very low price point for
1: professional makeup it's it
0: cosmetics like what's it called the it cosmetics CC cream. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm so obsessed with their Bye Bye Under Eye. I always talk about yes.
1: that. I love the Bye Bye. Great under concealer. Eye. Yeah, I like a lot of their products. They do a lot of. They have a lot of really nice stuff.
0: A little bit goes such a long way. So yes.
1: far, same with the foundation, like. When I, it's in a little pump and when you pump it, if you do a full pump, like it is way too much. So again, I love the concentration of it because a little tiny bit goes so far. And
0: it's a CC cream.
1: Wow. Yeah. But it's like full coverage. Like it really, I mean, I feel like I, you know, I'm a little more just on my own personal skin. I'm a little more self-conscious of like under eyes and,
0: you know, a few pores and
1: breakouts. Like it gives full coverage, but it feels really lightweight.
0: Ooh. Okay. Noted. I'm taking legit notes here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yay all right awesome so we kind of dipped into it a little bit but obviously like on the podcast here I love talking about the story aka the manifestation of how you've got to where you're at right now and just kind of going backtrack of like I know that you said that you figured out at a very young age that it wasn't it like nine to five it wasn't it I, I kind of just want to know a little bit more of like that path like when you were realizing what your intuition was telling you to do what you really wanted to do. What was the goal? Like, was it to do like have your own hair and makeup business? Or what was it? So I fought entrepreneurship for years. Mm. So I,
1: um, again, I, you know, I think I quickly realized nine to five wasn't for me, I quickly realized I wanted to be in a creative industry. I really love like people and social. I very much love being around other people. So again, the beauty industry just checked every box for me. It gave me all the outlets that I wanted. When I moved to Chicago, again, like I said, I, I I moved to Chicago without a job. And so again, at a young age, I was kind of like a little, my little, path was different from my peers. You know, I had a lot of friends, 20, 21, you know, everyone's going out Mm. having fun. And I had to work and take clients on Saturday morning. So my life was just very different at that young age because I was so focused on being content with my career. And again, a lot of my peers were maybe even still in college. So Mm. we were just on very different tracks. And so when I got out to Chicago, I started working at a traditional salon, a commission based small Loved my time there. It was just a a very supportive group, especially because we were so small. So Mm -hmm. it gave me the opportunity to really start to grow. But then at the same time, I got to the point where I hit a ceiling at that space. And it was so, um, it was such a conflict internally for me because I loved the owner. I loved my coworkers. I loved my clients that I had built. I felt like I was really there were so many things about it that were fulfilling, but there was something Mm missing. And what it really kind of turned out to be as I got clear on what I wanted. I loved working with brides. I loved bridal. I loved being able to offer hair and makeup, uh, working with smaller bridal parties, doing kind of on-location stuff. And it, it was a pain point for us because I mm-hmm. couldn't bring a bridal party into this small space. There just truly wasn't enough physical room. And then I also couldn't charge the prices that I needed to charge to be able to make up for my time not being back behind the chair. So there was this kind of was like the elephant in the room like it wasn't working but like we didn't want to break up you know Mm. know what I mean it was just like tough call and I when I thought about like okay so if I do leave this comfortable space if I do leave you know where I do feel comfortable I don't want to go work for someone else I don't want to go that's not the pain point you know I feel like it's more like my growth is limited here. I can't keep pushing further. And so at that point, it was really, again, it was just very clear that if I wanted to grow, being independent was my best way to do that. But then that did mean entrepreneurship. <laughs> so yeah. it was a clear like, okay, so here's your crossroads. You've fought this for a long time, but there is something that calls you to being an entrepreneur, there's something that calls you to being self-employed, making decisions for yourself in your business, with your finances, with your clients. So, like you know, you can find it more. You can keep going in a different direction and maybe find a bigger space or somebody who you know can help with the bridal aspect of your business, or you can just face the fear of the unknown and go for it. And so, that's in 2012, I I decided to go out on my own. I rented a small studio space and started booking again. Clients find the chair, but primarily as far as makeup, doing a lot of bridal um, and like on location photo shoot stuff. So that was like the jump that I had to take. And then mm. once I did, it was like when things are right, it just fits. It's just exactly where you feel comfortable and where you need to be. So obviously, yes, there was a huge learning curve and there was lots I took on, but I was on the right path being independent, working for myself.
0: Ooh, yay. Okay. Before we get into like the business side and how you built business after you took that leap, um my first question is like if someone's listening to this right now and they're moving, and they don't have a job, (laughs) and they're going somewhere, it's completely new, even a big city like that, like where you went, Chicago, what advice would you give to that person? Okay, so that question
1: is making me choke up, (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I have actually done it now twice, so you know, when I was moving to Chicago, I was fearless, I had no, I didn't have any reason to be afraid, because I was so young. I had no experience that would point to anything not working. at that time I had, you know, the world as my oyster. So like, let's go. So I moved to Chicago with this like big open heart and like ready for whatever it's going to bring. And yes, I don't have a job, but like, I'll smile and get one somewhere, you know, like I had just so much enthusiasm. And I think at that time, what I would say to somebody listening is like, if you feel passionate about something like that, if there is a fire about making a decision, don't let any of the fears take that away or just dismiss that. Like just, go for it because you will figure it out. You absolutely will figure it out. And I wouldn't, my business, my life, my friendships, I wouldn't have any of them if I hadn't made the decision to move to Chicago. So like that, mind blowing, when you let something hold you back, like your whole life can be different based on one decision like that. So if you have a passion for something or a desire or interest in moving somewhere, do it. There's nothing, In the worst
0: case, you just move back. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what people don't realize is like, you know, we exaggerate what the worst case scenario it is. Like if I leave, then I'll be less than where I'm at right now. But it's not, it's true. You'll literally only be exactly where you're at right now. And that's like, yeah. You know, you're surviving right now. Yep. And the second thing about that is when you take the action on that, what your intuition is telling you, take action on the things that light you up, you're operating at a higher frequency. Like this is the stuff where I figured out way later down the line, but it's like, oh, that's why everything worked out for me is because I was so excited. I was so passionate. I was doing whatever it took. And that's why I attracted every single situation and scenario in my life where everything perfectly worked out. And, you know, I love pointing that out in the story too. So my my second question for you about like, you're coming up and realizing this huge realization of, you know, even though I'm in this place where it's nice and it's like, you know, I'm at the salon. I love everybody. I love what I do. I'm getting, um, I think a lot of people are in this position and then they, they kind of think that if I leave, that's me saying that I'm not grateful for where I'm at. And a lot of people get in that comfortable. Not only it's like, you know, well, oh, if I leave, it'll be harder because those are just beliefs that we have, right? We just believe that it'll be harder. You know, like, yes, there's going to be work. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be completely easy. But at the same time, we believe it's a lot harder in our head because we've never done it before. But my real question right now is like, for someone who is leaving somewhere who where it's just comfortable, it's not nothing bad. It's just not serving you. You know, it's just like time to make that leap. They have this fear that you'll never have that same connection with those people. So what is your connection with the people who you left that team with? Like, what was that? So that's also like, I mean, I think when you're, when you're talking
1: about that, like I immediately think about even just this year for me, this experience moving to Colorado, because again, I went through a little bit of this like roller coaster of, you know, in February, March, all of a sudden everything was changing and Mm -hmm. our industry was so impacted and our, income was so unknown and everything was up in the air and then it went to the other extreme you know coming into April May where I was kind of like you know actually like whoo like I can kind of like breathe a little like mm-hmm. I I actually kind of like all this downtime I actually am enjoying like finding other parts of myself outside of I mean, I had been grinding for a decade and I felt like, I mean, all of a sudden I had no option other than a hard stop. And it was kind of like, man, this is kind of, there's some parts of this that are not Terrible. And I'm like intrigued by that. And then, you know, the roller coaster continues, and then we're reopening in June. And now I'm back with clients and I'm busy, 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 and I'm trying to catch up. And I'm coming home really exhausted and I'm feeling a burnout that I've like never felt in my career before. And so, again, that same kind of like, okay, I've, I have a very successful business. I make very good money. I have a very good life here. I love my clients so much. Something is missing. So, like, all of a sudden, my my door open to like, what, what am I missing here? Like, what about my life here? Not that I'm not grateful, not that I don't appreciate all that I've built, but something is, is not here fulfilling me. And that was, again, at that time that my boyfriend and I started talking about moving. And it was all of a sudden, like something I would never have considered pre COVID. I would have never considered leaving my very successful and stable business with my wonderful clients. who I looked forward to seeing all the time, like now to this totally different shift in my life where I'm in Colorado, I'm in a tiny mountain town. I have Two friends here. (laughs) It's a very different path, but all of a sudden, like the areas that I was feeling some pull towards have now become available. So it's almost like once you are willing to let go of the security, you're willing to like look at what other things are out there. The security can come with you. That oh, I did that. I built that. I built that clientele. Mm -hmm. I made all those friends. I made that life in Chicago that doesn't leave, that comes Mm. with me to this new chapter. And so now I have this confidence in like, oh no, I could do that again. I could totally just do that again. Or I could do something different. I could go in a different direction because now I have,
0: you know, I know within myself that I'm capable. Hi friends. I just want to take 60 seconds to remind you that I am now opening up my availability again for some one-on-one coaching. Now, this is a lot different from the Makeup Mentor Mastermind. I'm not going to be teaching you everything I know about law of attraction. I'm not going to be teaching you about how to get your business off of the ground. For those who are already aware of the law of attraction, who already manifest everything in their business, who already have the business, you're just stuck in that masculine energy where you're working every single day so hard without the results that you want and the finances that you desire to have. So what we're going to do is get you super clear on your big vision goal. What is the number one thing that you want to complete in 2021? And we're going to give you an action plan of how you can make that happen. Second thing we're going to do is break down your money goals. You have those big dreams for a reason and you want more for a reason too. Hello. Thing we're going to do is get you super clear on how you can partner with products that you are specifically already using in your business right now. Fourth thing we're going to do is get you on the market. We want the whole entire world to know about what you are doing right now. So all of those who are going to be working with me one-on-one, you're also going to be promoting whatever it is that you're doing on the podcast as well. So I'm super excited to work with those who are ready. If you're listening to this right now, it's for a reason. I'm only taking applications for the next two weeks. So make sure you go to my website right now, how you can work with me, and send me an email right now. So without further ado, let's get back to this amazing episode. Ooh, that is the false answer. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love breaking down what that means like on a, in an energetic level. It's proof to your subconscious mind that it's true. So long story short, your subconscious mind will continue to look for what you say is true, right? If you say, I don't have money for something, you're actually, your subconscious mind is looking for proof. Like, oh, she doesn't have enough money for that, right? But it's the same thing when you start to reprogram your mind. You're like, okay, well, I'm gonna do this. This is completely new and all this stuff. And you're gonna have those beliefs that come up and say that, you know, this isn't possible, you can't do that. But it's like, then you go back and you rewrite, rewrite, Wire your brain. Yes, I can. I have proof that I did this, and then once you can have that proof, your subconscious mind will believe that it's true, and that's when you start manifesting things on autopilot because your subconscious mind is reprogrammed. And this is like the best example ever. So I love that you pointed that <laughs> out.
1: Woo! I get yeah. So- it's definitely. I mean the the pivots that have happened. I mean, for all of us, but just from a personal experience, like I really, you know, I think my my mom and I are very close and I talk with her a lot. And I think sometimes she thinks I have lost my mind because the ways that I have like opened up possibility that really, again, in my very like structured type A Virgo personality, like oldest child perfectionist, like all of a sudden I'm moving to Colorado. I don't have a job. I bought a uh, 2000 or 2020 Transit high roof cargo van that I'm building out as a mobile salon. <laughs> I launched an online platform. I have zero tech background. I like again, all of these things where I feel like on paper, you know, it's kind of like, really? Like, are you sure? But like your brain, as soon as you start to like, no, wait, but I did this thing. And I didn't know how to do that. And I did this thing. And I didn't know how to do that. So like, these things are different. Yes, but I'll learn them just the same way. I'll go the same method that I went through learning how to do makeup, learning how to do hair, learning how to contract brides, learning how to, you know, do my taxes, like any of those things I learned along the way. And so it does give you a lot more Of that, like self confidence that that is necessary as an entrepreneur.
0: Yay! Oh, I hope someone who's listening right now is like, "I'm just gonna do it, (laughs) whatever it is right now. Just do it." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I wanted to get back into like the story because we obviously talk about the side about building your clientele as a makeup artist and that kind of stuff. So, just a quick question on like, how was the most? Actually, what was the biggest struggle when you were building up your, you, after you took that leap from that salon and you're like, okay, I'm going to start my own business. What was the biggest struggle? And then what was the biggest reward? Mm-hmm. Right out of the gate, networking and connecting. So
1: I went from, again, a supportive group of people
0: to being a solopreneur,
1: totally independent. And again, it back in 2012, when I first started my business, I saw like, an immediate pain point for independent professionals who were looking to build and grow and connect with other people who were like-minded. It was so, so difficult to find other people like me. I was Mm -hmm. totally not expecting that. So that was such a pain point because I thought I would you know free my wings and become this independent person. And I would connect with other makeup artists and other hairstylists (laughs) and they'd all help each other and we'd all grow together. And it was kind of like, whoa, girl, (laughs) listen, you do you, I'll do me, you know, and it was, it was just such a, a shift from what I was experiencing being in a, you know, a commission based salon where we're a team and there's so much team mentality. So I think that was something I started to like, really speak out in other areas. I actually joined a, like a women's business owning networking group. I found all these other ways to connect, but I really wanted to connect with people Specifically in our industry. Mm. And again, even with like contracting jobs, you know, being independent, if you have a bridal party with 10 people, like you just physically can't yeah. take on that much work. And so, you know, trying to really align myself with other people, other industry pros who had that same collaborative approach and didn't have a mind, mind, mind kind of mentality because I felt like, yeah, that competition vibe. And again, I will say, like over the last eight years, I feel like we have gotten so far away from that in the best possible way. I think so many more people recognize the importance of collaborating and connecting and especially within our industry, not just outside of it. Mm -hmm. So I think that really is shifting. But at the time... You know, when I was brand new, I felt like, why doesn't anyone want to help me? <laughs> why mm. why is there nobody who wants to even just like give me a tip? <laughs> you
0: know, like I just, wow. like,
1: how do I do this one thing? You know, like, so that was really, you know, my first, I would say, few years was a lot of trial and error. There was a lot of like, try this, nope, didn't work, try this, nope, didn't work. And I, I felt like, man, there's just got to be a simpler way for somebody who has more experience than I have to be able to mentor me. And then for me to turn around and be able to mentor someone else, there's Mm got to be opportunity for that. So that kind of started that, you know, I feel like independent beauty pros was a focus and a plan at that point. It might not have had a name yet. It might not have had an idea or a website or an Instagram, but it was, it was there. And so as I kept building my own business, going through the trial and errors, you know, I felt like any opportunity I had to speak with another younger independent, whether they were, you know, younger in age or younger in experience, like I would give them everything like, oh you should try this booking system and you should do this for credit card processing. And I saved so much money in taxes by doing this, like all of my information, because I felt like, you know, I needed that at so many different Mm. points in my journey. And so if they, you know, whether they needed it or not, unfortunately I was giving it to them. (laughs) So, you know, I went down kind of that path of networking and like how to start building that community. And then, you know, that led to, you know, this should be a thing. This should be like an actual Thing that people can just like find anywhere.
0: So yeah. that was the pivot. That's where Independent Beauty Pros came. Oh my gosh. The 66. Our stories are very similar. Like when it comes to one, trying to find that kind of break down that wall of that competition over, you know, and breakthrough to collaboration. Like I was the same. I've always been like a free spirit and I'm very like, I love looking at other people's work. And I would like go to fashion shows and I'd be like looking at their kit, <laughs> you know, and yes. people like kind of give me this vibe like, get away from me. <laughs> <I'm>, like, <laughs> And it wasn't until I commented on someone and said how much I liked her stuff that she said, Well, I really like the way you do this. And I was like, oh,
1: Really? <laughs> yep. and- and then collaboration is born. Like, ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> that's how collaboration starts.
0: Yeah, I was actually just talking to someone right before this. And we were talking about, because that's how I built my business. That's the number one way I built my business is that I knew all of the other makeup artists in the town. We would just get coffee or they would come over and do my makeup and we'd do like a YouTube video, just little things like that. And they were never, if they weren't available, they'd tell me. And if I wasn't available, I'd tell them. And that's, and the person that I just got off the phone with, like, right? Right before our interview said the exact same thing. She just moved somewhere new. Let me serve. And then the second thing about what she said is like, you know, you get in that place of struggle when then you finally get all these results and you're figuring all this stuff out. And then you see people where you're like, oh my gosh, let me give you all this information, all this information. And I was the exactly the same way we'd get coffee. You'd ask me one question and I'd be like, this, this, this. Yeah, same.
1: Here's a million different things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was, I think for me, like what I, was, what I was noticing, you know, over the years, but especially again in the last couple I felt like okay so yes you can go on Instagram or you could go on Facebook and find like you could hashtag makeup artist and like try to find like okay maybe this person maybe this person but like the level of again trial and error of trying to find somebody to collaborate with who is maybe demographically close who is also of the same mindset to collaborate to connect like that is what is challenging and it's so time consuming and so by the time you get to maybe like having two three four people you know maybe one of them even is interested in talking to you Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and so it's kind of like okay if we can just make that totally streamlined this is a platform where literally every single person is independent every single person is in the beauty industry every single person is a solopreneur and has exactly the same experiences that you've had the same struggles the same fears the same concern and now we're all together in one general space it just makes it so much easier to be like oh hi okay wait you do film I really want to I want to work on that part of my portfolio you do bridal you're a coach how do we start to get these collaboration opportunities you know more readily available easier mm-hmm. for somebody like in a small town in Nebraska or you know all the way over to New York city to like connect and be able to really
0: make that simple wait you know I'm from Nebraska right yes <laughs> yeah, I was like I was like Did you just say that randomly <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. This makes me so happy. So this is where independent prose was born. Like the birth. <laughs> I love talking about like these big ideas because I, cause one they're called downloads. Like if you guys have a really big idea and you're like, well, that would be really cool. Or if you have like a huge struggle and you're like, somebody should do something about this. You're that person. I'm so sorry to tell you this, but you're that person. And so what happens on an energetic level, you'll have this idea and it will, be circled up in the surface, and it'll be like this idea will go around and it'll land on you. And if you don't take action on it, you're like, hey, I'll do it later. Hey, I'll take action on it. Hey, I'll take action on it later. It actually goes up into the surface and goes to somebody else. That's why you see somebody else who has the exact same idea, who has success in doing whatever it is that your idea was saying. And so this is one of those, I'm just going to put out billion dollar downloads. And I love talking about this because I was just ranting social media the other day, is that we give this information out to people, but they're not open and ready to receive. Right? Like There's not people coming to us and asking us for help. Therefore, they're not going to take any of that information, one, listen to it, two, implement it. And three, when people pay, they pay attention. That's the only reason why you are paying for a coach a mentor, all of these things is because you're paying attention. You have something invested. It's not about the money. It could be $1, $2, $1,000. It does not matter. It's the energy behind it. And those people are the ones who are proving that they're truly ready to invest, who are out there looking for other beauty pros and other people who are like surfacing at that same energy frequency, guys, energy frequency. If you're operating at that higher level, you're like, all right, I'm doing big things and I need people who I can surround myself and be that, that circle of five who can help me get to that next level. So that's like... <sighs>
1: I get so excited, <laughs> and that's so like I sat on. So I actually purchased the domain for Independent Beauty Pros in 2018. Wow. So I sat on on that website. I sat on the Instagram handle. I sat on the idea for so so long. And again, I am so grateful that, that that did not leave me, that that did not go and manifest to someone else because I saw the opportunity. I was just so fearful and so mm-hmm. in my comfort of like, nope, this is how I make my money. This is, I work with my clients. This is where I should put my focus. I don't know how to start a, a tech business, a membership-based platform, a social community. I don't know anything about that. Why would I even think that that's something that I can put my effort and energy into and and again, it was like COVID happened, shut down, not taking clients, like go right now, today, mm-hmm. go. I hired a business coach in March. We launched in April and it was just like, wow, either I have to just do this or it does have to go to somebody else. It is a good idea. It's necessary. It's needed in our industry. So if I can't step into it, it should go to someone else. But I, I want to do it. I want to step into it. I want to build the community. <gasps>
0: Ooh, this makes me so excited. The reason why it circles back is because it's part of your story. I always tell people this. The guy with postmates, he made postmates. I was so obsessed because I used to do postmates while I was um uh doing makeup in Virginia and I would sit there in my car and be like well who's the guy that made this thing <laughs> and I, I have this weird obsession that's what I do in my free time I look up CEOs of big businesses and his story was he he had this idea he's done everything just little thing didn't work didn't work didn't work and he had an idea for Postmates and it was actually a furniture store people were supposed to come pick up furniture or whatever something like that yeah. where they would deliver furniture and he had the idea forever and ever and he kept coming back and then Freddie St. Someone said, well, can you guys deliver food? And then that's how Postmates became Postmates. And he's like, the, the crazy thing about it is that that idea, oh, I've had this idea forever, you know? Yep. And I just, I love seeing, you know, we, we really do have to trust the timing. You know, we can sit here and say, I should have started this, I should have done that. But it's like the timing is now and it couldn't be any more perfect of like when things happen and it's not in your control, that is when you're being helped, guided on a, like a higher frequency because, <laughs> you know, there's physical nothing else that is like there's physical science like you can't do anything about it right now is the time like (laughs)
1: Absolutely. And that was also like just know that all of the things that happened had to happen for me to get to the place where I was Mm -hmm. I was ready. It had I had to be afraid of my business and my future. I had to be, I had to have that healthy fear of like, wow, this could really this is we're not just home for two weeks. We might be home for a while. This might Mm -hmm. be like a big shift. Like, okay, I have to be a little afraid of that comfortability and that security now being gone. Like, okay, that pushes me, that motivates me. And then I had to be a little bit afraid about leaving my clientele because that pushes me and motivates me. And now I'm in Colorado and I have full-time dedication to this platform. And I'm learning how to build this and how to grow this and how to connect with the right people. And that all of those things wouldn't have happened if they didn't happen in exactly the order mm-hmm. that they needed to. Now I have the time. Now I have the freedom, the, the brain space. I have the passion. I have the time, the energy, all of it to put into this full-time.
0: Yay! oh my gosh I get so excited (laughs) so um, uh, I guess my question is for you like if somebody was like I guess pretty much similar in my situation, right? Like I just, like that same pivot that you've had is like where I was like, I want to coach and mentor. Like I knew I wanted to do that forever just because of the struggles and stuff that I've had of not understanding money, not understanding manifestation, not understanding the way the world works, like all of these things. Like people tell you, but they don't really explain why things happen, you know? And I guess my question is, who would you refer this to? Like who is Independent Beauty's uh, platform? Yep.
1: Here? So for us, like the big differential between Our platform and other coaching platforms, we offer a space for all independent beauty professionals. So hairstylists, makeup artists, barbers, estheticians, manicurists, we want all of the independent solopreneur beauty beautypreneurs in our space because we can all learn from each other. So for us, again, the community is what drives our content, our email series, our blog posts, our social media, our, all of our content is derived from our members. It's not just me. It's not Lindsay telling you, Anita, my experience and what worked for me and my business and what you should do. It's all of us coming together and saying like, Misty does this and it's amazing. And Joanna does this and she does such a great job promoting this and using this as a coaching platform. And Elaine wrote a book and here's how she, you know, really got her book out in front of exactly the people she needed to put it in front of. Like that's what makes us different is that our entire platform is designed to promote each other. It's not just me it's not my voice my experience what i think you should do on social media or what i think you should do about raising your prices it's everybody's different experience so that we can learn together as a group
0: <gasps> i love this so much mm-hmm. it's, it's like it's like these conversations like in that kind of circle. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's so totally.
1: And that's, I mean, we do virtual happy hours every month. We have multiple special guests that come on and, and provide their value of their experience, their, you know, how they can really help the solopreneur. I think, again, for me, when I think about the pain points that I had early on, writing contracts, structuring social media, marketing, doing my taxes, you know, all of those things, like that's what we want to bring to this platform. Whatever resources you need as an independent person in the beauty industry, we have those for you. And it's not coming from me. It's coming from all of us as a collective sharing what's worked for us. Yay. So
0: I have a question. of like, how does the platform actually work? Let's say someone's listening to this right and they're like, okay, I need that in my life. Like how do they sign up and what is the price point for it? Yep. So
1: independentbeautypros.com is our website. So when you go onto our site, you can see a little intro. You can see kind of of what we're about, who we are, who our members are. But really the magic happens once you join. So when you Mm -hmm. join, you're able to then create a profile. So it's really similar to any sort social profile. Put a picture of information about your business. The the big point back for for that profile is that we want everything to point back to what you do, who you are, what services you offer. That way, again, as a collective, all of the community members can see right away your website, your social profiles, any images you want to share. We have a listing space. So if you have available space that you want to rent or you want to find Mm. space to teach or coach, we have that listing option as a a point of reference on the profile. And then you really get into all of our different resources. We have videos, we have contracts available, we have stock images. We have, um, again, just so many different specific resources to the solopreneur. And it's such a different range of topics. We have an events calendar with education opportunities. We have, again, like just a, a lot of different ways that the solopreneur can come on and just find exactly what they need. And it might be from me. It might be from you. It might be from another member on the site, but it just makes that connection really quick and easy.
0: Yay. Okay. All the resources, such a huge plus, but I really love the calendar. I love seeing all the stuff that's going on in the community and stuff like that. I think that's like the biggest thing for me is because again, we, I just get, wrapped up in all the things that I'm doing, not only as a makeup artist but also as a coach and then just in life, you know, and I, I love connecting with other people who are also investing time and energy into themselves. So I think seeing the calendar is like my favorite part. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: And that events calendar, again, like that's another aspect that points back, not just to IVP events, not just to independent beauty pros and the events that we are offering, but to our members and to the events that they're offering, their coaching, their workshops, their whatever platforms they have that also provide education that it's again a robust opportunity for us to really point back to each of those members and the different services that they have to offer to our community
0: yay this makes me excited because I do um make up mentor networking events which I kind of had to put on hold because of uh obviously everything that's going on yep. but it was just a lot of energy trying to promote it. Like, you're like you're right. There was no, like, where it's like, okay, how do I just tell everybody in the industry that, like, this is for them? Because a lot of times when makeup artists host events, people think it's, like, about makeup, you know? Yeah. You know? And I think it gets lost in translation a lot. Um, I had a lot of... Difficulties when I was going to Las Vegas and I was hosting an event with somebody else. Like, it was hard for us to promote it because people one day didn't really understand, like, what it was. <laughs> and then, yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah. They're like, what is it? Like, are you teaching makeup? And I'm like, no, it's just like a networking information. <laughs> and it was, so- yes. Well, and
1: that's, I mean, I think about, like, you know, I, again, being earlier on in my career, I would go to different meetup events and, like, mm-hmm really hope like go in with all the positivity to like really hope to make a connection. And it would be like happy hour. Like everyone's, Mm drinking and not having it and I was like well does anyone want to talk about my business like I really wanted to talk about my business tonight <laughs> like, is yeah. anyone interested in that and so like again as we continue to grow you know right now we have members in California we have members in Canada we have members in Florida we have members in Chicago we're continuing to grow demographically my vision and goal for this is that someday soon when we can do in-person events like we'll have a calendar for Dallas we'll have a calendar for New York we'll have a calendar for Chicago like the opportunity for us all to be able to come to one space find education quickly, be able to access different, you know, events, networking or education. Like that's just, again, it was a huge pain point for me. And so I know it's got to be a difficulty for other independent solopreneurs in our industry as well.
0: Yes. And then last thing
1: I want to touch on our price point. So again, so important to me to be affordable as we're all kind of watching our finances right now. So we are offering $100 annual membership. So again, for the entire year, being able to join our community for $100 and be able to continue to help us grow, and to continue to network and collaborate with other people as we keep growing and expanding. And then we're also offering a monthly option for for people. It's $10 a month as well. So, you know, like two cups of coffee. <laughs> I know. You know,
0: All of this access to, to collaborate with other people just like you. Yes. I love talking about the price points again, because, you know, money mindset stuff. And it's like, I just think, it's the energy behind it. You know what I mean? Like if $100 is a lot. It's always going to be a lot. If $10 is a lot, it's always going to be a lot. There's nothing that's going to change when you have more money. I always tell people this all of the time. You think when you have more money that it won't be a lot, but you'll still have that scarce mindset. That's why you see some people who are penny pitchers, even if they have all the money in the world and they're like, no, 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 no. And the reason why it's like that is like, and they're not living their ideal life, you know, is because they are still scared of that investment, whether it's $10, $100. And I just love pointing out like all the value and I'm just like oh my gosh like what
1: <laughs> yes absolutely I mean that's good. if you pay ten dollars a month and you do nothing else but come on our virtual happy hour you have gotten your money worth for that ten dollar investment so like again it's the opportunity for our platform to continue to grow is just enormous and again it makes me sometimes it scares me a little to think about like how big this will be but it really it will be huge there's just an endless amount of opportunity for independent professionals like us to connect to each other and grow from each other. And I think, you know, we've seen this last year, the shift into being independent, the shift into freelancing, the shift into, I mean, it's just exponential after this year. And so we need each other. This is how Mm. we come together and grow together from this really difficult time in our industry. Yeah.
0: Mm, and I just want to thank you for being that light and that positivity and just bringing people together like you going out there and having all those fears and doing it anyway is what it's making an impact and I think you know a lot of people get lost in translation they think oh well she's not scared oh she's so brave and all this stuff and being brave is actually feeling the fear and doing it anyway so I want to applaud you and commend you for taking that leap not only with not only with the platform and you know I know what it feels like to work on something that's a lot bigger than yourself you know and I just those fears I think they they creep up on you but at the same time like the reward is 10 times better and that's why that's why the fears get bigger because they're like oh okay this makes sense now (laughs) you get
1: a taste you get a taste of how great and how like again I think about different connections that I've made just since April with our members that are currently on on the platform people that I maybe otherwise would have never connected with you even with you like you just you get a taste of that connection and you're like oh wait this is why I'm doing this this is why I'm, I'm gonna just push through insecurity and fear and doubt because it is bigger. There, there is more to it than that. Okay.
0: okay, so where can everybody find you before I get to my last question?
1: So on Instagram, uh, we are independent beauty pros um you can find us there on our website again it's independentbeautypros.com send us an email at hello and then if anyone wants to follow me I'm on Instagram as lsbeautypro as well so I would love to connect there either way
0: yeah I mean honestly guys I always tell you guys this all the time but please screenshot this episode please tell us what you got out of it please tell you like if it's us if you made this huge move for (laughs) or you took action on something that was super scary just from listening to this like I I don't A lot of people realize that, like, how much people listen, but they don't interact with us. Like when people say, Oh, I've been listening to your podcast forever, and I'm like, What? (laughs) But we really say hi, yes. Yeah, we appreciate it. Like, I appreciate you, Lindsay, for being on here. And my last question for you help you think from that abundant mindset of what your intuition is telling you right now is if you had an extra, just random out of nowhere, $1 million in your bank account. Right now it is, I'm trying to think of what time it would be at your time, 4 p.m. 206. Oh my gosh, see, I'm so bad with time. (laughs) But for a 2 p.m., you're still in the same position. You still have the platform, you're still in this podcast just right after this. What would you do?
1: Man, I have been wanting to put fire on this, you know, fuel on this fire for our platform. I would literally outsource our images. I would get a huge, huge amount of stock photography. I would do so much with marketing. I would be finding every independent artist who has struggled this year and offering them a membership on our site to get involved and to be at this ground level. And then lastly, I a part of our membership, a portion of our membership is donated to a nonprofit that's very close to my heart called Simply From the Heart. It's a nonprofit designed to allow us to provide beauty services to patients undergoing cancer treatment. It's, again, it's been a, a nonprofit that I've been involved with for years. And pre-COVID, I was able to go into hospitals and offer these tampering sessions with our glam squad and be able to make somebody feel really amazing in a dark time of their life. And so as I started building Independent Beauty Posts, I saw the importance of our platform giving back to that nonprofit. And so a portion of every membership is donated to Simply From the Heart. And that would also be so top of mind for me if I had... extra $1 million, they'd be getting a big check.
0: See, this is so beautiful. This is why when when good people make good money, they do good things. I know a lot of people have a lot of fear around making more money, but it's like, you know, that's why you're trusted with it. And I I love using you as an example because you're such a beautiful soul. and you're, I'm an empath, so when you choke up, it makes me cry. (laughs) (laughs) like don't cry you
1: have just a few minutes left on this
0: (laughs) all righty love thank you so much again for being a guest on the podcast um guys make sure you reach out to her on social media and tag us on one thing that you got from this episode thanks anita bye Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Makeup Mentor podcast. If this episode resonated with you, if it helped educate you, or it just changed your perspective in any way, shape or form, please stop what you're doing right now. Take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at the makeup mentor podcast, and you will be rewarded with a free journal prompt just for sharing. Or you can head over to my website and learn about working with me one-on-one, breaking down those money blocks, taking your business to the next level, and possibly even being a guest on the show. Thank you guys again so much for listening to this episode, and we will see you next week.